0: Hello, I'm Dr Nikki, and welcome to my podcast, Quantum Activations, where we explore the science and the mysteries of the greater reality. We will also be connecting in with some amazing evolution revolutionaries along the way. I look forward to you joining me. All right. Hello, beautiful ones. Um, Dr Nikki here, for those of you that I haven't um, connected with before. Um, I have the absolute um, honour of chatting with this beautiful woman today, Rowena Jane. And, you know, I've thought um, I've been doing a few of these things and I thought, oh, what would I really like to talk about um, this month? And um, holistic health has sort of been been, you know, a hot topic um, for me because, you know, a lot of the time and because I kind of work in more of those holistic practices, Um, A lot of the time, there seems to be two sides of the fence. So we have, you know, people who are very much into, you know, the physical medicine and believe everything about their health is just purely physical. And they've kind of got no awareness or no will to want to dive deeper into more of the energetics. And then on the other side, you know, we have... know the camp where everything's energy and which it is but but then sometimes they really don't consider the physical and so they're kind of that in that avoidance behavior around um the physical and you know everything is interrelated and 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 so that's what we kind of where we're going when we're talking about more of um holistic health and so when I was thinking about it it was like oh who could I chat with this about and of course the beautiful Rowena um came to mind she is a naturopath. She's a yogini. Um, she works with flower essence medicine. She's also a chef, a whole food chef, um, and is also a shamanic practitioner as well. And so she's really touching on all of those facets of body, mind, and spirit. So welcome, Rowena. Thank you for Thank joining you. me.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, great. Um, so what, um, what's holistic health to you when you think about holistic health?
1: Well, you kind of started to touch on it in a sense when you were saying the two sides of the fence. I guess I look at it as a triangle actually. Um, you know, mentally, physically, emotionally, even um uh, chemically can be sort of coming under that ca- category as well. Um, you know, toxicity and chem- and and um so I think it's an it's an overall balance of all of those three, you know? Um I um I guess in my clinic and with my clients and even my yoga students it's those that always cross over and start delving into all the areas that actually start to get the most results. I find, you know, you can have a physical condition, but there'll always be some underlying emotional component to it, or even a toxicity component. And you know, when I say toxic toxicity, I'm talking um, even nutritionally with regards to that, you know, um, and then on the other side, you can have an emotional issue that can be affecting you on a physical level. You know, um, someone might come to me because I do shamanic work, as you said, but I do kahuna as well, which is very shamanic, Hawaiian shamanic massage. And, you know, you'll have someone that might have a really sore shoulder, but there's always an emotional component to it. And when we're doing that work and getting to breathe and start to, you know, sometimes all of a sudden this outpouring of emotional happen, whether it be anger or crying or whatever, um, there is definitely always a crossover of all of them and you know something just popped into my mind i remember watching the documentary heal like years ago when it first came out and there was a lady uh, from the states who had developed cancer and I remember her specifically saying, you know, I've been doing all the right things. I eat well, I have my green juices every day. You know, I do all the physical stuff. I'm doing yoga. I take walks in nature. She said, it looks like I'm doing everything right. And yet I've still got cancer. And it wasn't until she started to delve deep into the emotional work. She started working with some incredible practitioners over there that actually she began to heal and then you know um, I think four years later it took her four years of delving into the emotions to start to get better and then the cancer I think went into remission so you know there's definitely a crossover for me and um, holistic health for me is that it's in corpus in um, incorporating all facets of us we're not multi-dimensional as beings you know we are three-dimensional we've got so many components to us and you know even looking at emotion energy in motion so when you see that energy blocked emotions blocked and stuck then it's going to cause you know a physical manifestation acupuncture is under that basis yeah totally
0: you know yeah yeah and you know Traditional medicine has always seen it like that as well. Like all through the oh, I think I'm losing you there. Damn internet! <laughs> no, sorry, someone tried <laughs> to wrinkle. Sorry. No, you're right. It's a bit
1: unstable when someone tries to
0: wrinkle. yeah. So you know, and that that's the thing that you know it always fascinates me that for thousands and thousands of years, that all cultures, all through time, have always associated ill health. With mental, emotional components, with physical components, with spiritual components, and so it's only really been in the last, you know, 150 years only since we've had modern, um, you know, medicine where they've really kind of separated it all out. And and it's I sort of feel that it's almost at the detriment because you know all mm-hmm. of our body systems are all interconnected, and so is so are our energetics as well, and how we feel is so much interrelated. Um, too with our physical health and you know when we look back through time as you as you um, started talking about the, the traditional Chinese medicine has always associated Um, the emotions with the organs so you know anger being housed in the liver worry affecting the stomach you know that anxiety too much overthinking you know not digesting life not digesting and then not thinking clearly and there's always been these these interrelationships that have been seen you know with health and and I find um, I use so much more of that um, now with clients than than ever before because of this you know, this almost disconnect that I really feel needs to be to to get to the root cause of why people are not well is how we actually begin to, you know, create change at that level rather than, you know, just masking over symptoms.
1: I agree. I agree. And and, I mean, I guess I'm touching on, because I think most people are more likely to look at the physical and want to address that and, you know, people are happy to take you know herbs, pills, whatever. People are happy to go and do you know physical work, but it's often the emotional work that people go. Ah, ah, I'm not going to go there, you know. Um, and it is a detriment, as you said. You know, I mean, even just with the shamanic practices that I do, um, and when I was studying shamanic medicine, well, I still am. But you know, it's non-stop You know, it's always learning, but. I remember, you know, it's it's such an emotional stuff that they're looking at. The rituals are all related around the emotions. You know, we have a grief ritual and we have heart rituals and, you know, and it's when we, and it, they're very somatic. So they actually are quite physical in themselves, but there's that somatic component to that. And, and it is psychosomatic, you know? And so it's a matter of, yeah, touching all bases. Um, I was going to say something else and it's kind of, Ooh, gone somewhere else then. Um, <laughs> I forgot
0: what I was yeah, gonna say. No, I I, I agree a hundred percent as well. And you know, I I've spent all of those, you know, decades studying, you know, the the physiology and the biochemistry and all of those things, and then, you know, but always on the side, had the interest in the energetics, you know, using the vibrational medicine and mm-hmm. um, you know, looking at looking at the other layers of underlying cause from that energetic perspective. And you know, sometimes I still get people um, book in, and they just want physical treatment. And I don't practice like that anymore. You know, I, I pretty much like say to people, we uh, the only way I work now is looking at those deeper layers. So we need to actually start to unpack what's in your subconscious that's actually holding these patterns of disharmony, pretty much that then goes on to you know create create disease in the body
1: yeah exactly and it is and there's so much conditioning that that comes into play as well you know Um, even if you look at research like I do neuroemotional technique as well which is a um, it's a technique using Chinese medicine kinesiology that was developed originally for chiropractors and um, it's a postgraduate study for all um, anyone that studied a, a bachelor degree and you know with with regards to that it's the conditioning that gets us stuck and with the research they was about to say they did research with cancer patients and they had four um four sessions so what they were showing was the fmri so the the brain scans and they were showing just even the stress response and how you know, the amygdala lights up when you have the brain scan and then they did they did um four sessions on every single client and then they had a control you know and had you know the whole research done but what showed up was that then after four treatments when they went and did the brain scan again there was no there was no stress response happening in the brain you know and that's emotional work physical work within that any NET- you know programs so it's pretty fascinating when you can see that you know even in the physical i guess uh research of um you know a, a brain scan that you can actually see that there has been an emotional shift and as a result you've got this physical change that's come about in the body you know yeah, so there is more and more research coming out showing how much conditioning plays such a role for us as well and how things get stuck and held and
0: yeah yeah yeah, it's amazing and it's like confirming what the ancients have always known isn't it (laughs) that's what i'm I'm always delighted when i finally see research that kind of like backs up stuff that you know they've been writing about in the in in the ancient texts and teaching for you know four millennia and and those interrelationships and you know i work as an intuitive guide as well and so i receive extra information from the field but at the same time sometimes people will come in and they'll have like symptoms that are related that we've known about from traditional medicine. Um, say for example, um, you know, someone's got a thyroid problem and, you know, and, and then I'll um, offer to them, um, you know, do you feel like you're um, not able to communicate or you're not being heard? And they're all like, oh, how did you know that? And it's like, well, that's not even using my intuition yet. <laughs> That's just how I I know, I know, I know. You can go right
1: down that barrel of metaphysics, you know, I mean, the back, the spine, not feeling supported. And, yeah, you, you, and it might not be the case for everyone. Obviously, we've got sort of generals that we're using, but it is, you're right, very often more than not, it's, it's yeah. exactly that. And same thing when I'm doing the kahuna and I'll feel the emotion or whatever before they do, you know, I'll start to go, oh, there's something there. And then, you know, I'll just hold or whatever and just say, okay, take some deep breaths in. And get you know the hypertrophic breathing happening, and they'll be like, How the hell did you know? Or you know, just it's that intuition that starts to come into when like you know, when you do start to address that you and and look at the fact that you are more even than just a physical being, it's amazing how you know there's these other layers that just keep on evoking and evolving, and you know, yeah. it's fascinating. It's fascinating. And I'm I mean, I was what you were saying before that you'll only work um, on a holistic level. Now I'm, I'm the same. You just, I don't get the results with someone that just comes in and only wants physical. You know, if someone has anxiety, even the most simple things like getting them to go and put their feet on the earth, you know, and it's, it's sad that that's become, that's something so, so first nature to us, but Mm. some people, it, it, it just seems so, so obvious, but to a lot of people, it isn't, you know, we've become so disconnected in a sense from nature even and from these power places that are going to help to recenter us and connect us back to our earth. And, you know, all of these things that people just don't get outside and, you know, all that's part of this holistic health mm-hmm. and well-being and
0: yeah. research study,
1: studies show, you know, um, people who have anxiety, even if they just go put their hands in the dirt, they've seen such incredible changes in the anxiety levels, just by doing that simple, simple
0: thing of putting your hands in the dirt, you know, yeah, go outside, get some sunshine, <laughs> connect That's with right. the nature. But you yeah, know, even the breath, like I was joking with my students the other week and I said, you know, after all of these decades of study, mostly I do now is teach people to breathe like that conscious breathing and it's like just to rebalance the nervous systems that are so overstimulated, Mm -hmm. um, you know, not just, I guess what's going on at the moment, but even before that, you know, everyone just busy, busy doing, doing, doing. And, and then, you know, you get people who are just like doing and they're like, no, I'm fine. And it's like, no, you've just adapted to what's called chronic stress and you know, you're still having the hormones out of balance in the body, which still leads to all of, you know, the downstream health issues, um, later as well, and you know, so it just fascinates me just coming back to these such simple things yeah. like feel your feet, like uh-huh. feeling feet for people is such a powerful. Yeah. You know, getting all that energy out of the mind, it's just like yeah. feel your feet. Yeah. And you're like what? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. that's what I said. Can you feel yeah. your feet? Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 It's interesting because when I studied Ayurvedic medicine, you know, it's all about it's again, and a lot of these traditional medicines, we've touched on a few of them today, you know, the shamanic and the Chinese medicine and and, and Ayurveda is a very ancient uh, medical system in India. And, you know, it's a lot of these things are just basic rituals, you know, and even if we look at um, what we studied when we did naturopathy or nutrition, you know, it's the basics that it's sunshine, fresh air, you know, good clean water. It, It is really going back to basics and the simple things that start to create Um, as I said, it's conditioning. So it's rituals. I remember in Ayurveda, we had to scrape our tongue and I still do. He gave us this tongue scraper and he said, you're going to, this is the one ritual I want you to do for the rest of your life. And I always think of him every time and I never, ever miss scraping my tongue, you know, just to get all the, you know, the excess debris off the tongue and um, then the toxins don't go back into the bloodstream. But I remember like, you know, there was rituals of just massaging your hands and feet before bed. There was rituals of stopping and sitting in the earth and just breathing deeply in and out and, and it is it's it's a lot of these basic rituals that we've got to start to connect more back in with and when we start to do them you know we can take all the herbs we like and we can do all that but a lot of it is that is that rituals those rituals that we create
0: you know yeah. as well That's incredible is well. back to the basics <laughs> Yeah, you know, we hear that yeah. a lot, don't we? we yeah. But it's so true. And, you know, I don't, I don't think life was supposed to be as complicated as we make it.
1: No, I agree. I agree. I agree, you know. And, it, it, yeah, I mean, our energy levels rise so much more when we just keep it simple. When we're too complicated, we're just, you know. And, I mean, it's just you look at someone when they've gone on a holiday and you come and they come back and it's like a different person they just look so relaxed or you know
0: minus um, that i love that because literally that's what goes on doesn't it and creates distortion all through the energy fields and nothing flows properly
1: yeah yeah exactly nothing flows properly and our communication our communication with others you know it's all it's all it's holistic health it's just such a good good topic because it is all integrated so much you know our communication with ourselves our communication with other people things change and we our perception begins to change you know as so we start Creating this holistic health, and we start looking at our and dressing our emotions, and we start eating better and getting the energy levels. You know, as we know, food is mood. So You know, we start eating well and our energy levels are more. um, We've got more energy to do the things that we love to do. And then, you know, it's that spiraling thing that keeps happening. You know, we've got energy to do what we want to do. And then all of a sudden we're happier because we're doing what we love instead of what we think we have to do. And, you know, then we start having better connection with other people because we're in a better space. And you know how it is. We transfer a lot of our stuff onto other people when we're not feeling good and you can see how it just snowballs into not only just a personal thing about your own health, but how your own health and well being can just spiral outwards and create, you know, when some you get into a taxi and they've had a really bad day and they're quite aggressive with you, then you get out feeling like that, you know. So it's it's amazing how those little tiny little steps that you take will ripple out. And affect the world, you know. Yeah, like I love (laughs) the health of the world is that individual, you know, that individual thing, you know. So I guess you could also say that that's holistic as well, is creating community and a better world for all of us is part of that holistic health, you know. There's so many factors to it. Like it get excited. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: very cute. Um, the, uh, you know, it takes me back to, you know, that saying, I think it's Mahatma Gandhi said, um, says if you want to um, help the world, you help yourself. Because literally if yeah. we can create a ease and grace, like a nice peaceful equilibrium balanced energy, then that is what we share with the rest of the world. And we know how energy works, that the vibrations come into resonance with each other. And so, you know, if we go into an, into a room full of aggro people, you know, it's really difficult to feel okay. But then, you know, if you go into a, in a room full of people who are, who are just, who are like really happy and, you know, having a really great time, then it, then it's difficult to hold that other frequency as well. And, you know, the, the more of us, I think that, that. Start to connect, and this is actually what I see happening on a collective level. And you know, whilst you know, if we are engaged with the news and just seeing that narrow vision of all the trouble, but when we get outside of that, it's yeah. like you know, what's happening within the collective is that people are waking up. There's so many more people becoming aware of the importance of how they're feeling and how that affects others. And and this is like that, you know, that ripple effect that that I believe that yeah. you know, moving so slowly. Yeah. Seems to- Slowly, but yeah. it's quite massive because there's a lot of people. And you know, so it really is, you know, it is it is moving and changing. Um, yeah, even though it may not seem I'm like agreed. it the news.
1: Not <laughs> enough, I'm afraid, for my liking better. <laughs> but definitely, definitely greed. Um, I was just thinking when you were talking about you know, because you said, you mentioned the reality. And I think we're, you know, we're conditioned to believe that what we see in front of us is our reality. And as we know, you know, from research that we're 99% energy and 1% physical matter. And Candice um, in her research showed a lot of that. And with the, um, uh, what am I trying to think? What am I trying to say? Uh, I just lost my train of thought then. Mm.
0: <laughs> the energy is everything. Well, energy
1: is yeah energy is everything and and I think that reality you know you do intuitive work, so you're obviously connecting to source a lot, and you know obviously when I'm doing my my Kahuna massages and and clients tap into that too you know I get them to do a hypertrophic breathing beforehand and as we know that um, stimulates the endogenous dmt in the brain and then that starts to create an expansion and opening and awareness and they start to see visions or get deeper insights about their lives you know you'll be massaging the arm all of a sudden they'll get an insight about something in their life and they'll start to understand and you know the same thing happens when we're teaching yoga and yoga students will report that when they're in a, in a posture and it, and it starts to take us out of that physical realm and that reality that we think is here. And then we start to see the world in such a different place. You know, I mean, I guess the current global situation, we can get, like you said, you can get so bogged down with what's going on right now. But if you step out into nature or you do, you know, whatever work you're doing, meditation, healing, whatever, you can take yourself out of that so called reality and not even be there, you know, and you start to see that there is a whole different world out there that we're almost living under a veil of
0: (laughs) of of (laughs) oppression.
1: But actually, no, this is what we've been conditioned to believe the world is. But actually beyond that, there's so much more, you know, the connection to spirit. Um, My friend Matt Omo is a sound healer. And he put up a post the other day, and I can't remember the whole thing, but I remember he was saying four pillars of health. And, and he said in that last pillar, which so many people are disconnected from is the spiritual pillar, you mm. know, and, and, and spiritualism is different to everybody. But that connection with source, whether that be the connection with nature as your source, you know, shamanic work is very much about being grounded into that earth plane you know and there's other elements of energy where you're more connecting to
0: spirit you know on a different level yeah, and spirit, yeah it, too, isn't it our that's spirit right. yes, anchoring that's back right. into you know the truth of who we really are as well so much more than the physical isn't it
1: yeah and I think that's why there is so much suffering in the world because we have disconnected from that you know Um, on such a big rail and like all those traditional cultures that we've been mentioning throughout the conversation today, they all had such strong rooted foundations in the spiritual, in the connection to source. And I think that is such a huge component that we have to keep remembering to bring back in.
0: Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and then, you know, coming back that full circle again, the importance of looking after the physical as a vessel, too yes. you know we can be doing all this wonderful spiritual work but you know if we're not giving the body the nourishment that it needs then you know it makes it very difficult to and as you said before it makes it difficult to to feel well and when you don't feel well you don't do things you enjoy and then you don't you know and then it starts bringing you down because you're not feeling well you know your belly's upset or you know all of the the, the follow-on effects um
1: yeah. from that as well yeah agreed i just put you when you're speaking i just remembered when i was studying kinesiology in 2002 um arthur bablis was my teacher he's uh just got a coaching and stuff now and nlp and things as well but he was saying that um oh now i forget what i was gonna say (laughs) Mm -hmm. sorry (laughs) I just forgot because I started to talk about Arthur then I was like oh Um, oh, no that's right I remember now he was saying because at the time I remember I was just studying my path of I guess healing and so I was doing a lot of emotional work for me you know I had really bad gut health I had an eating disorder I was in a really bad state and I just sort of just started working on myself and he was saying, you know, it's not just the emotional. Because I was like, no, you've got to work on the emotional. It's all about the energy and the emotions. And he said, but if you don't see any sort of symptomatic changes in the physical, a lot of people will back off from the emotional, you know. And he was saying it's, it really is the important that you do start to take care of the physical while you're delving into, you know, that emotional stuff as well, you know
0: yeah 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 entirely isn't it hey so
1: i do have to start working on my gut then (laughs) you know it's not (laughs) because there are a lot of people that will only go on that realm you know i've worked with a lot of people where they're all about the energy work they love reiki they love all that but they won't eat well you know
0: yeah
1: um you know
0: yeah yeah totally totally and so it's yeah, it's back to that that holistic picture isn't it the importance of you know and seeing ourselves as whole beings as well you know we are physical while we're here in this plane and so you know we need the things from the physical realm as well as much as you know from that spiritual realm, and then that interface of, of the mind, isn't it? The mind and the emotions, and, and all of that interplay, and um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. how that, yeah, how all that gets stuck in our energy layers, and then it affects how the physical can work. Because if the energy is not flowing through it properly, then yeah. you know that's when the organs break down as well, and we start to then get those physical diseases too
1: exactly which which contributes big time to how you feel your moods you know i mean i know i mean even you know like i know back in the day when i had an eating disorder and i was trying to heal it and i was trying with various different ways you know i I wasn't seeing anyone i was seeing a professional for the net but i wasn't seeing anyone really for the physical you know taking care of myself and i i'd not i do notice though whenever i did sort of a bit of a cleanse, you know, from what I read on books at the time before I'd studied anything, I always felt like my moods shifted big time, you know, like I could do a three-day juice cleanse, for example, and I would get out of the rut that I was in, you know, when my mind was spiralling out of control and in depression and anxiety and then I'd do this 3-day cleanse and all of a sudden I'd be to, I'd sort of feel like I was starting to get on track. So it's not a matter of just doing a cleanse and then going back off track and that's what I was doing because I had eating disorder but you know now that's just become what you do. I'm not not saying I will do a 3-day cleanse but I guess my way of eating is is what some people might think is a cleanse, you know.
0: Oh, <laughs> totally. Body. And the, the body <laughs> that is heals itself think. in the in the right environment, doesn't it? And, you know, it's when the the bad habits are the ones where you keep the bad habits and you're holding on to them. And then you go and do like, you know, you you do your cleanse for a few days and then you jump back off and you then you just do whatever else again. You go, oh I must be due for another cleanse because I haven't eaten a vegetable for three weeks. And you know So rather than, you know, getting being in that up and down cycle, just starting to um, starting to create habits that that you like that you enjoy doing where you are becoming properly nourished and then your body is always cleansing because that's what it does and you know a lot of like when you look at sort of I guess on the medical side when people are the naysayers about cleansing they go well the body does it anyway and it's like yes the body does it but if it doesn't have all the nutrients the enzymes can't work properly and so it doesn't it can't actually do it properly and so you know just creating taking the time to you know, find what suits you, and bringing in habits that you actually enjoy that are health promoting are ones that are going to, you know, support support your body, you know, long term, you know, well into the future to to be able to heal itself, which is what it does.
1: Yeah, exactly, and it is. It's like you said, and it's integrating it slowly too. I think sometimes people want to just do everything now. Okay, that's it. I'm on a mission, uh, and it's it's sustainable. It's about doing it in a sustainable way, where yeah. it's slowly into I Remember when we were studying naturopathy? They never said they, ne- they never really said to us, just give someone a new diet plan. You know, it was always like, okay, how are you going to, you get their diet, you get their diet diary, you look at their diet diary and then you start tweaking, okay, you're replacing that with that and that with that. And over time, you're making these sustainable changes so that they don't just jump to that. And then one week later, it's like too hard basket, give it up, you know.
0: Yeah. So, and then unfortunately, if they've done the starvation thing, they've messed with their metabolism and then end up with the rebound weight gain as well. Yeah, that's. I feel, yeah. I, feel, I feel sad when I see that. But but then they're off to the next, be- you know, the next quick fix, and it's like, yeah, yeah. Well marketed, but unfortunately, it's to the detriment of people's health, isn't it? In the long term. I
1: know, I know, I know. Well, because we're because a lot of marketing, as we know, a lot of psychologists work in marketing. You know, they hire a lot of psychologists, so it's getting into that mindset of what people are thinking. And so a yeah. lot of people might be like thinking, okay, I want to lose weight. You know, I know that that's what they're always saying, the draw card, bring everyone in that wants to lose weight. And so anyone can lose weight actually, but it's the sustainable thing, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: It's the, it's the sustainable um, not not starving yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not losing fluid because you're not eating enough. <laughs> so they end up more dehydrated a lot of the no, time. Okay. No. And that then initial you're weight involved, loss and like, stuff. Yeah. Yep. yeah yeah really yep. interesting yeah that's actually the perfect segue <laughs> i've actually got yes. i've got a cleanse program so uh-huh. I, I do a, a monthly uh a one-month um program with people periodically um, yep. and with spring coming up here in the um in the southern hemisphere so there's no better time than to do a spring clean but what it um my intention with the program is to help people create lifelong habits and so we actually spend the first two weeks um, trying out different things. So there's lots of suggestions and opportunities to um, to learn more deeply about your own body, not too complicated, but learn more about your own body and how, you know, different foods um, are essential to, you know, keep different parts of the body uh, working properly as well. And then I also bring in the other dimensions too. So um, there's that in the say for example the first week we talk all about mindfulness coming back to the breath and how that can affect digestion and so we talk about digestion um and there's sort of there's some meditations and things as well to support that intention setting and then in the second week um the second week we look at movement and how the lymphatics are all part of the detox system and doing different movements and i also share um different yoga postures that that um support the different organs as well so as we're moving through the program week three is the actual cleanse week so we've had that time to prepare um, you know get our bodies ready Um, and then in the cleanse week there's a few different variations as well so you know people might choose to do juices or maybe they'll just keep on the, the clean eating or you know maybe they're still working through the first couple of weeks which is perfect because we know any change that, you know, that, they, that they're making that's going to be sustainable is going to help them really well into the long term. And then in the fourth week, and so the third week we talk about the liver, liver, gallbladder and emotions and how that can affect, um, like you mentioned earlier, with toxicity, you know, it's not just physical, but it's also toxicity in our minds too, isn't it? When it, when it keeps yeah. ticking over. And then, I mean, the last week it's intention setting moving forward um as well so having a look at you know what you'd like to bring in and so that's why it's cleanse clear and create so at the end we're really establishing um new patterns and starting to put you know that intention that intentionality um, into it as well so I'm super excited it comes with um comes with all the recipes and all of that sort of thing and Rowena you've actually got a beautiful recipe book
1: I do (laughs) yeah
0: yeah so we'll give you the links for that as well just if you check out below these videos well yeah we'll definitely pop in the link um for that i'll pop in the link for the cleanse we start first of september so um if you are interested yeah get in and um yeah it's going to be really awesome
1: if if um those of you that haven't done um a cleanse before in a group it's amazing i used to run a uh, same different same same but different you know I used to run a one one month detox program as well and did it with a lot of yoga studios at the time it was just before my book came out so we're talking about quite a while ago now six years but um the group was so fat amazing because they just egg each other on and they support yeah, each yeah. other you know when you're doing something alone it can be so challenging in a sense um when you've got that support group, do you? Probably, I'm assuming that you'd have a, you've got a Facebook Live or something with it as well. Uh, yeah,
0: yes, yeah. so we're going to do yeah, weekly yeah. Zooms at the beginning of every week to check in and then talk about what the next kind of stage is, and then I can support people as well with questions and all of that sort of oh, thing. That's too.
1: amazing. Yeah, because I just found that whenever I did it that way, as opposed to one on one. It was just so powerful and they could see, they were taking photos of the food. They were taking photos of Uh each other. Like I remember one girl, her whole skin just started breaking out and I was going, yes, her liver, her liver. Uh And then she took photos at the end had cleared and with those, you know, people that were, their intentions were to lose some weight and, you know, you saw the photos of the beginning to the end and, you know, and they just became just so inspired by each other. And then when I used to run it again, a lot of them would come back and do it again. And then they'd have tips of what to do, you know, like oh, I found oh. that if I made triple that in the beginning, then it was I could put it in the freezer or whatever, you know, um, it was yeah, yeah it's yeah, amazing. That yeah. oh, sounds amazing. Your program, maybe I'll have to do it too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, jump in. That'll be fun. Yeah, you
1: know, other other practitioners' ways of doing things, you know. <laughs>
0: yeah, and so you've been doing some, well, not lately with the COVID, but you do beautiful retreats.
1: Tell I do. Tell us a little bit more about those. Oh, they're so beautiful. Um, I've run retreats for years and years and years. And, uh, you know, a lot of them, when I first started, they were more yoga retreats and nice food. And then, um, and then sort of expanded outwards because of all the other work that I do. Uh, and I have this incredible, I guess, my my tribe of people that live in the mountains in the northern rivers near Byron. Oh, yeah. they're, they're inland from Byron and they actually live on a mountaintop and the um, national parks beside them. And then there's like their their mountain just literally goes down like that on both sides. So nobody can ever build next to them. And it's really sacred, um, you know, original um, indigenous land over there. And it's so powerful just even being on the land and they're um, uh, Christian and Karim. They're my beautiful, beautiful tribe and friends. And Krishna's more energetic healer. And then Karim does the kahuna and he used to be a nurse and, you know, he's studied permaculture. And so the whole property is based on permaculture principles and we all the food is from the land. And so we create new recipes and new um, menus every time we go based on what's actually on the land at the time. You know, so it can be a bit oh, tricky. I'm stuff. coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming next oh, time. I'm creative but they they always laugh because they're like how did you just make that from that i'm like i don't know it's just my gift i guess um yeah and so they get um when when the when the tribe come we only take five people because it's pretty it's pretty intense like work um we do we do shamanic rituals community rituals and that they love you know it's just so powerful we have and you know they just get to dance and sing and do all the rituals on each other and it's really special and um, the last one I did we did a flower essence uh, meditation so we meditated and invited um, the divas of the plants to find right. whatever flower they were needing to have and they went out and sought it and it was amazing like someone just had this flower drop on her head you know And she was like oh my god I knew it was it and it happened and then they 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 learned how to make their own essence and then they took that essence for the you know for yeah. the week of the retreat and then the week on beyond, beyond that and they all get a two-and-a-half to three-hour kahuna massage, psychosomatic work. It's so transpersonal. And then they have a big, massive two-hour healing with Krishna. Then they have neuroemotional tech with, technique with me. And then we run yoga classes every day, um, meditation.
0: I'm coming. So, That's so – it's so all my <laughs> things. <laughs> all the stuff that I love.
1: <laughs> we love it. And then we take a big walk in the um, national park. And, you know, uh, maybe I shouldn't but no but there's big chaga mushrooms on the trees like it's it's pristine rainforest. it's never been touched by humans so it's so sacred you know wow, wow, and, um, wow, wow, wow. Yeah, it's really powerful and often it's quite in quite inspiring sometimes well, actually every time so far every time on day two it has rained and day two is where all oh, this stuff so that's coming up and the rain comes and then this mist literally lands over the mountain and you cannot see beyond the mountain and wow. so it's like they're cuddled inside this cocoon of like just their own healing and they forget the whole world. They cannot even so see outside. Yeah, and then it lifts and, oh, my God, it's beautiful. And there's beautiful um, rock pools that are just near the like literally five minutes drive from the property. We take them and do a water blessing. It's just so I mean, like- Yeah, it sounds
0: so great. So if anyone was interested, because I know obviously with the stuff going on at the moment, you're a little bit restricted, but do you have like that on your website? Maybe we can put a link and if people can... Um, kind of keep an eye on that or maybe reach out to you or something or other yeah, if anyone's interested website, in keeping so, up with yeah. the... Yeah.
1: yeah, RowenaJane.com, J-A-Y-N-E. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it is on my website, and I mean, otherwise, yeah, it's um, and, and you know, I was advertised on social media as well as well. But yeah, oh, I Yay. love them. So much. I missed them. I, I was fully oh. booked, <laughs> fully booked this year, and
0: then yeah.
1: lockdown. <laughs> like, okay, oh, yeah,
0: oh, it's so such an interesting time. Such like, an interesting time of change, isn't it? Yes,
1: yes. You we just have to run with it, but that's part of you know when we look at holistic health when we're really taking care of ourselves we're going to be we're able to be more adaptable and resilient you know I mean I've had my ups and downs I'm not going to lie you know we're all in it and and there's some days there's emotions that affect you other days you feel a bit depressed or whatever but you know I have you know found that when I'm in really good spirits I'm taking good care of myself then um you know I'm I'm able to be more adaptable and just re-resilient to whatever's going on and I find that with a lot of people during this these lockdowns they turn to alcohol they turn to junk food they turn to it's interesting watching the supermarkets how all the junk foods on special during these lockdowns i've really been watching it's really? really quite fascinating it's like this promotion of yeah go and just watch netflix and eat junk and drink your wine you know and i think during these times it's actually where we need to get that toolkit out and be even more um diligent in taking care of ourselves so we can cope because it's all yeah. coping mechanisms and getting good sleep, and
0: you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's full on, isn't it? And so, I thought, thank you so much for being here with me. What I thought we might do to finish is we'll do a bit of a heart connection, shall we? So, we'll oh, breathe, yes, we'll, we'll just start if um, anyone's on the playback, if you want to join us, and we're just going to connect in with the heart, and then we're just going to send that heart energy out to everybody, everywhere. Mm. And so, just closing down your eyes for a moment. Just bringing your awareness onto your breath. And as you breathe in and out through your heart space, the center of your chest, just feeling that space open and connecting in with those heart energies of gratitude, joy, and appreciation. And then allowing yourself to feel those, feel those feelings moving through your heart space. Just breathing that glorious gratitude, that wonderful joy, that appreciation, and allowing yourself now to feel those feelings as intensely as you can just for these moments, giving yourself permission to be in that energy, feeling that joy moving through you. And as it activates and potentizes, sending it out now around the world to all of our brothers and sisters everywhere. No exceptions. May they also be able to connect in with this feeling within them, this feeling of
1: our true essence. We're just taking another couple of breaths, bathing in this glorious energy.
0: And as you take another nice, long, deep breath in and pause. And then as you're releasing it out, letting it all go, starting to bring some gentle movements back. And whenever you are ready, you can open up your eyes. Ah. <laughs> thank you yeah thank you beautiful one too so great to see you we'll leave the links below um just feel free to connect with either of us we, all, we both like to have a chat don't we <laughs> yes we do <laughs> <laughs> all right gorgeous thanks heaps i'll talk thank to you, you soon thank bye. you bye thank you for listening if you'd like to find out more about me you can visit my website or you can follow me on the socials. All of the details are on the links below. And reach out at any time if I can support you along your journey. Take care.